You're listening to Tales of the Text, headphone drama, secrets, and plot twists. This week's episode is called Blood Type. The interior of Marcus's basement that night. Marcus Jennings, 17, dressed in a Nike sweatsuit, paces back and forth in front of his 17-year-old girl, Janice Wells. She watches him anxiously while he keeps throwing mad crazy glances in her direction. Stop looking at me like that. Like what? Like I'm a monster. Well, excuse me. I'm just trying to process this information. I'm still me. A very different version of you. See, this is why I didn't want to tell your ass. Come on, Jay. That's not fair. Imagine if I told you some shit like this. Your ass get mad when I watch Power without you. I know. I just don't want it to change things. Janice, you're a vampire. How could it not change? It's not how you think, though. How could it be not what I think? It's not like the movies. You don't just eat any food. I can't just have anybody's blood. I don't even bite people most times. I get my blood from the blood bank. Most times? The point is, I'm not some thirsty monster. I don't spend my nights trolling for prey. Silence falls between them. Janice thinks that perhaps she has misjudged Marcus and they won't be able to be together after all. Marcus is still trying to wrap his head around the fact that vampires are real and his girlfriend is one. He feels like he's in some kind of movie. You can see the struggle on both of their faces. Janice stares up at Marcus and hopes that he will remember what they have and try to understand her. Marcus can hardly look at her. He keeps finding something in the room to stare at. Finally, he plops down on the couch next to her. Can I ask you some questions? If it's going to change your mind. How did you become a vampire? My dad. He was cheating on my mama with one, and she turned him. Then he thought it was so cool and decided to turn the whole family. He only got to me and my mama before she killed him. So that's what happened to your pops? Yeah. That whole robbery gone wrong is some bullshit my mama made up to cover it. Alright, so how old are you for real? Actually, I'm still 17. I know the movies and shows say some other shit, but it don't work like that. You don't get stuck at the age that you were when you turn. If you get bit when you're younger, you grow up until you reach maturity. Then you stop. You only stay your age if you're already grown. When you get mature? 20. So you've been killing people? Only sometimes. I try not to. Mama used to only do it to the homeless, but I told her, just because they homeless don't mean they should die. So we only try to kill bad people. But it's hard because they're not always the right blood type. So, like, who have you killed? There was this really sick dude. He was a pedo. I was still a kid. He was trying to do something to me, so I figured it wouldn't be bad if he died. How come you can go outside in the daylight? I'm not a mature vampire yet. I can still take it. I just got to put on the strongest sunscreen and not really show too much skin. That's why you always covered up during the day? Right. This shit crazy, man. How could I not tell? We make sure you don't. So it's a bunch of y'all motherfuckers out here? It's plenty. Wow. There's a noise outside. Janice jumps up to see what it is. It was a car going by. There's a reason I'm telling you all of this. One, because I love you and I'm tired of hiding it. But two, because shit getting real. First of all, it's been harder to get blood without killing. 
Secondly, some crazy-ass vampire hunters out there, and they on to us. That's why we had to move. Wait, so you been out here killing? Just a couple times. That's why I've been looking sick. I'm hungry as fuck. I'm trying to stay cool, though. So who after you? We thought it was going to be one of them bigger groups, but it's some weird-ass black conspiracy group that's trying to say the government turning black people into vampires so they can have an excuse to kill us. I don't know how they figured out how to spot us, but they have. So you're trying to say you're not the hunter. You're the one being hunted. Marcus, I know how all this sounds, but imagine what I'm going through. I didn't ask for all this. You think I want to be like this? Because I don't. I understand that. I just don't know what to think at this point. I need your help, Mar. I don't know who else I can turn to. Janice begins to cry. In spite of his confused feelings, Marcus still cannot stand to see her upset. He goes to her and puts his arms around her. She cries into his chest. He takes a deep (laughs) breath. Nisi, you know I love you. Me and you have been down for a minute. So you know what? Fuck it. I got your back. When folks in them grave, any of them wood niggas pull up and it's over. Janice looks up into Marcus's eyes in disbelief. She is so happy. The two kiss passionately before Janice gets back to business. Okay, so I know it's a lot, but I really have to eat. I haven't eaten in over 24 hours. So what you need me to do? Maybe we can go out and find some gang member lacking. I just need somebody bad. I'll have to sniff out if it's the blood I need. Alright, let's go. Janice and Marcus leave his house and take his car. He stops by his cousin's house for a weapon, and then they go out to hunt. The two of them, while out trying to find Janice some food, roll past her house and see an unfamiliar truck parked outside. When they enter the house, they discover the bodies of some of the vampire hunting group members. Janice frantically looks for her mother. Hey, yo, it's a message here from your mama. Janice runs into the kitchen. What does it say? It says, Nisi, I had to go. Them crazy-ass vampire freaks found us. Not only that, but the feds are on to us. I knew I sent some stupid stuff. I'm sorry, baby. I had to get rid of the phone. I need to stay off the grill for a while. It's not safe to have you with me. I'll come back for you when I can. Remember what I taught you. Love you so much. Love, Mom. Janice starts to cry again. <laughs> Come on, baby. I know. We gotta go. Ain't no telling who gonna show up. Janice and Marcus go back outside. They get in his car and start driving away. Marcus starts heading north. So what are we doing? We running or we getting you something to eat? Wait, we? Yeah, what you mean? You don't gotta come with me. I can take care of myself. What? No, we in this together. I'm not about to have you out here by yourself. But I don't know how long I'm going to have to be gone, or even where I'm going to go. I don't know anything. So we going to figure it out together. Look, you my girl. Whatever you got to do, I'm with. You see, I'm willing to make sure you get food and all that. We in it now. Ain't no turning back. Janice looked over at Marcus gratefully. She leans over and puts her arms around him kissing his lips. She almost makes him crash the car. Hey, girl, you gonna kill us. Well, me. I know ain't no little crash gonna kill you. I just love you so much. I want you to know if it was you, I'm gonna do the same thing. (laughs) Bullshit. (laughs) But I... So what are we gonna do now? Shit. I don't know. What your mama teach you? She taught me all type of shit. She has to learn herself. She taught me how to survive. But I mean, I know what kind of place to go. I just don't know which. And how my mama gonna find me? This whole thing is crazy. 
I mean, how much money you got? That's gonna make a big difference right there. I don't really have much, just a couple hundred. Money not an issue. Damn! You got it like that? And we've been out here eating four for fours and you had bands whole time? That money only for emergencies, like right now. Alright, but before we do anything, you gotta eat. I think we should up the west side. It's always dudes out there, and I know they on dirt. We can go over by matters. Okay, but are you ready for this? We about to find out. Marcus and Janice get off the expressway and begin to ride through the side streets. There are plenty of shadowy figures to be seen, loitering outside of liquor stores, sitting on porches, and even hanging around alleyways. They find the occasional solitary figure. Janice has Marcus ride near them so that she can catch their scent and determine if they are in line with her dietary needs. Time and again, she finds they are not. Finally, they come upon a young adult male of lean build walking down the street alone. She has him slow the car to a stop and pokes her head out of the window. She immediately picks up on the delectable scent of her needed blood type. She pokes her head back in and turns to Marcus. He's it, but I don't know if he's a bad guy. Just pretend he is. No, he could be a good dude. I don't want to take a good dude's life. (sighs) Fine, I'll see. Before Janice can stop, Marcus pulls the car over and gets out. He walks right up to the guy. Hey, bro, you know the jerk taco man that? I said you know the jerk taco man that. The guy pulls out a gun. He begins to rob Marcus at gunpoint. That's all Janice needs to see. She gets out of the car. When the guy sees her, he swings the gun around to point at her. He is not quick enough. Before either he or Marcus knows it, Janice is all over him. She sweeps her leg out and hits him behind the knees, which immediately buckles. He drops the gun, which Marcus recovers. Babe, get in the car. What? Get in the car. Look away. I don't want you to see me feeding. You don't need me to keep pulling? No, I got this. Just go. Marcus follows her instruction and heads to the car. He scrolls through his phone, trying not to watch. Meanwhile, Janice gets a hold of the guy and drags him into the alley. Once she makes sure there is no one there, she sinks her teeth into his carotid. She keeps her hand tightly over his mouth and then breaks his neck to silence him. Once she's had her fill, she claws at the bite marks on his neck until they can no longer be seen. Then she makes sure there is no blood around her mouth before going and climbing back into the car. Hey, give me the gun. Turn on the motor and be ready to drive. Marcus does what she says. She goes back into the alley and empties the clip into the guy for good measure. She then rushes back to the car and Marcus peels off. He heads back to the highway and starts driving away from the city. There is a silence for a while. Are you grossed out by me now? No, you did what you had to do. Are you sure? Yeah, that nigga was about to kill me. He deserved it. I don't know if you're going to be able to take it. It's cool, I promise. You know my family's be out here shooting niggas. At least you got to do it to eat. Where are you driving to? Away. I'm going ahead to this little place in Michigan right out of the lake. I know we should be able to get us somewhere to stay and hide out for a little bit. It's not too late for you to turn back. I can figure this out on my own. This will be dangerous. If something happens to you, I won't want to live. Kill that. No way in here I'm letting you go off on your own. Like I said, we in this. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to be with you. I'm going to ride or die with it. I love you so much. 
I love you too, baby. The two exchange a kiss and lock hands as they speed off up the highway. Marcus switches lanes to head north through Wisconsin. A few cars behind them, a black truck with tinted windows follows suit. Hey y'all, it's Miss J and I'm here with two wonderful young people that I love. Kennedy and a newbie to the Tales of the Takes family, Hugo and Carrington, who was in Jinx, is our producer and director for this particular episode, which is called Blood Type. And this is After the Text, where we talk a little bit about the script. We're not going to talk too long this time. I just have a few questions. The first one is, okay, let's just say hypothetically you found out your significant other was a vampire. Would you stay with them? Bro, I'm staying, bro. I'm staying, bro. Why are you staying? Okay, so look, on the lowest of the keys, I love <laughs> horror films, right? And vampires just seem cool. Like, don't get me wrong, they're not cool than the werewolves. But if Shorty is a vampire, babe, come on, let's do this. We get to live together for forever. I never get to age. Not again. Like, I'm super fast. I'm super strong. I got speed. So I got she would be turning you to a vampire. Yeah. Like, gotcha. come on, it's perks, baby. <laughs> so you would want to be turned. What yes. about you, Kennedy? Hell no. <laughs> no. I'm not doing that Twilight shit. Like, that shit did. Plus, how would I know that I want to be with this person for the rest of my life anyway? I'm saying you a vampire. You ain't got to be, but just right. know you're alive for forever. That's what I'm saying. Folks. I would be, no. But even then, like, no. Because if I need blood, then I'm going to start getting desperate. Then I'm going to start getting blood from places I don't want to get it mm. from. And I just don't want to live that life. Clearly. You don't be paying attention because they have strict diets, okay? No. So, like, let's say, listen, listen, <laughs> I listen, don't listen. Care. Let's say if you want to be a good vampire. You only get your blood from animals. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to kill Okay, humans. but what if I want to be a vegan? Then right. What? How is she going to get her blood? So, if you want to be a vegan vampire, you would just suck the juice out of vegetables. <laughs> that's <laughs> what the hell? That's, that's where you She lost. needs blood, nutcase. But is she vegan? Like, well, look, you just made some new vampires. They go a new TV show right there. <laughs> the Vegan Slayer. There you go. That is so not going to work. <laughs> it changes the whole <laughs> scenario. Put it on no one is going to believe a vegan vampire slayer. So what is going to be her M.O.? She doesn't need blood. She needs, no, she needs turnips and beets. <laughs> <laughs> she needs she needs soul. She needs love. She needs love. Ooh, love people. So the car that's behind them driving, yeah. what can we hypothetically make part two be for our writer, Kia? They the feds, but ah. they trying to help us. Instead of, because, you know, a lot of times they be making it seem like the feds just always want the bad stuff. But sometimes the feds be trying to protect everybody else because it's people worse point. than them out there. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, what if we had some Russian vampires or something on us for real, for real? You know, the other people be a little bit worse than us. We're I'm just saying. Have Russian vampires. That would go. be cool. Let's go to Moscow. <laughs> no. What about you, Kennedy? Well, I was thinking, you know, what if it was her mom, but, like, the feds were, like, escorting her mom. Because they, like, kidnapped her mom. Like, what about that? That's a good idea. Or... She should turn Marcus. It could be, like, something metaphorical for society. Ooh, you feel a real... With, um, like... Jordan Pillage right now. Immigration. <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Jordan Pillage right now. She's Jordan Pill right now. Put off that orange, Pill. baby. Put off that orange. I didn't understand us until you two explained. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a grown-ass woman. Okay, so it has some kind of... I really feel like Marcus should become a vampire now. There's got to be another character um, introduced. Should we give them a best friend or a supervillain? A supervillain sound way There's better. someone that she trusts that's going to betray her. 
You know, yeah. it could be you. It could you. be Marcus. You got to turn And it me. could be her mom. <gasps> you could be you working for the feds. Yep. Yeah, you got you to gotta turn That's a good me. idea. And then I turn on you and be like. Because the whole time you were acting like. Right. You were acting like you ain't know. And she going to kill you. Exactly. Yep. She doubted you in the beginning because she should have. Trust She's going to see all these signs that are going to make you question yourself. Because exactly. Marcus is going to start slipping. Ooh, let's do this man control. Let's do this. I want to go. Yeah. <laughs> man control of vampires. Oh, God. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to Tales of the Text and After the Text. And I'm Miss J. I'm Kennedy. And I'm you, The newbie. And we're done. And you can visit us at www.talesofthetext.com. I'm still working to update the site, so it's going to look a little crazy. And follow us at Tales of the Text Podcast on all other platforms. Thank you and bye, guys. Period. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.